Ben X, and we are now live on the Brother Ben X show. We have a special guest uh, who is a business coach, entrepreneur, but he also help us uh, help people um, get business funding, help you out with credit. Just talk about business, period. And uh, we know that the Honorable Minister Louis Fryacon said that business is the activity of life and that we should strive to do something for ourselves. So the title, as you can see, is called How to Start a Business and Get Business Funding. And I think that is a very important part of it, the business funding. Uh, I say that because I made a video today about a conversation that I had last night about, you know, advertisers reaching out to influencers and making them feel like they're obligated to promote because they're black. And he started to compare, you know, his company to, uh, you know, uh, Gucci and Nike and Adidas. And one thing that I said was, well, these different companies have marketing budgets. So whenever you start this business, you got marketing budgets, you got these different things and you can't really force anybody to do for your business and expect for it to be free. So I think the business funding aspect is it uh, aspect of it is going to be very important because many of us have great ideas. Uh, I actually watched Master P and Romeo do a panel today about generational wealth. And he talked about why we don't own, you know, why we don't own the noodles, why we don't own the chips that we've been eating, why we don't own the shoes that we've been eating. And many of us would love to, but we don't know how to get the funding to actually start. So hopefully we can learn that today uh, from the brother. So I'll let you introduce yourself at this time. Can you hear me? And also the, the platform, I really, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? No, we, we couldn't hear can you. you. Can you hear me? Yeah, we, I can hear you now, but we couldn't hear you. You can't first. hear me. Okay, you can hear me before. Okay, well, I, well, first I'm in the Dominican Republic. So if you guys... If, if, the, if, the, if the video goes in and out and um, if the audio goes in and out, sometimes I've been having issues with my, my um, connection today and I apologize for that. But I am in the uh, um, Dominican Republic, so I live in the DR. So nevertheless, thanks so much. Like Brother Benek said, um, for all of you guys that are watching for the first time and you don't know who I am, my name is Eden Cole and I own Dean Cole Coaching. We are a consulting firm. We specialize in working capital, alternative finance, business credit and credit restoration. Um, I am a best-selling author, business coach, and speaker. And um, yes, like what Brother Ben X was saying is, I think one of the biggest issues that we have in the African-American, I would say the diaspora, I just want to say the community, because it goes on not just in the United States, but I think it goes on in our entire diaspora. And I don't understand the reason why, is that a lot of times, I think it's because we're so talented as a people, we know how to get out, go get it and come back with it. We know how to hustle, but we don't know the specificity and the practicality of things on how to get funding and how to start a business and how to grow a business. And I know specifically in the African-American community, because we are educated by uneducated people, because our father's fathers or our uncles, mothers and cousins, they didn't understand and they didn't know. And, and because it's hard for us to trust in our community, we go off of hearsay, we go off of propaganda, we go off of rumors. And so one of the things that I know that I'm called to do is to teach economic empowerment through entrepreneurship to my people. I teach to anybody and everybody, but I know specifically I'm called to my people first. And so like what Brother Benek said is that so many businesses fail. And the reason why they fail is because 
they're underfunded. They don't have enough funding. They don't know how to get credit. They don't know how to get um, business credit. They don't even know that there's a such thing as business credit. Or the other thing is that we self-sabotage ourselves because we automatically counsel ourselves out, don't even think it's possible. And so that's why I believe in teaching economic empowerment through entrepreneurship. And um, like Brother Benick said, we're going to take your phone calls. I'm going to answer your calls live. And um, what, what really, I guess, to separate me for the people who've never seen me before is that I started out, I lucked up and got into banking and finance. When I was 18, I'll be 38 next month. So I have two decades of experience working in banking and finance. And so that's the only way I knew. The only way I learned is because it was my job. And so when you're working at a bank or when you're working in a lending institution, your banker or your loan officer, they can't tell you what to do in order to get approved for a loan. Did you know that, Ben X? Did you know that, Brother Ben? Say that again. Your banker, your banker or your loan officer or the underwriter who has your file, Mm -hmm. it is illegal for them to tell you what you have to do in order to get approved for that loan. It is kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like insider trading a little bit. You remember when Martha Stewart went to jail for for telling their friends to, you know, go get a um, to, to, to trade their stock or when they I think the Fed tried to come after 50 cent because him being an influencer. When he came out with his um, headphones a couple, a few years ago, his stock went through the roof and they tried to get him for insider trading. It's not the same thing, but it's along the same lines. Mm. There's something that's called the Equal Credit Opportunity Act. So basically, if I'm an employee of a bank, it's illegal for me to tell you how to get a loan from that bank. But if I contract, so as a coach and as a business consultant, now we contract with the banks. So now that we contract with the banks, I can tell you legally, I can tell you do A, B, C, do X, Y, and Z, then you'll get approved for your loan. So that's the reason why a lot of people don't know how to get funding is because one, when you have a cushy job at the bank, you don't want to mess up that cushy job. But because I have the soul of a free man, <laughs> I've been, I decided to step out on faith seven years ago and started my consulting firm. And so now I'm able to teach and, and, and go forward and, and whatnot. And that's basically, I teach the underwriting guidelines. I teach the banking lending guidelines so that you can get funding and you can get approved for your loan. That's, that's how I work. That's what I do. When it comes to business credit, um, I've heard people say that you have to be in business for two years. So individuals mm-hmm. who are starting out with a business, how are they going to get funding and business credit if they have not been in business for two years? That's a very good question. So there is different levels to business funding, right? There's different levels. Just like, I guess like this, if you go to the club, right, you can stand outside the club and sometimes they be jumping outside the club. Um, sometimes you can just have a good time parking lot pimping. That's what they used to say back in the day. You could park a lot pimp, be outside the club. Or if you enter into the club, then you in regular admissions. You know what I'm saying? You're with the bartenders, you're with the star tenders or whatever, you're chilling. Then you have the VIP. The VIP normally sits up to the top and to the right. I use that as an analogy. I'm very, um, I use a lot of parables when I teach, so to help people to understand. But the fact of the matter is that different levels the same way that they're, they're accessing levels in life, they're accessing levels when it comes to business credit. So watch this. The best loan that you can get as a small business is something called an SBA loan, okay? A SBA loan stands for Small Business Administration Loan, okay? That's an SBA loan. An SBA loan is the best loan that you can get. 
Most of the time it's around $250,000 and you pay it like you would pay a car note or you pay it like you back, like you would pay a mortgage. Those you have to be in business for two years. Okay. Those are difficult to get. However, when you're starting out, you can get something that's called working capital. You can get something that's called alternative finance. You can get business credit cards and store accounts. So there are total there are four different tiers of credit. The first tier of credit is the starter vendors and starter account. Second tier of credit is going to be like some of the the um, the um, working capital loans, some um, store account store loans, equipment financing, equipment funding. So these different loan options are available so that you can survive those first two years so that you can go to the SBA and get an SBA loan. So you can start off three months in business. So you have to be in business for only three months in order to qualify for the first and second tier of funding. Now, do you have in this three month period, do you, do, uh, is there a minimum amount of profit you have to make or you just need to be in That's business for three question. months? That's a very, very good question. So for SBA loans, all right, typically for SBA loans, you need to be making a profit of 75000 75, and up. The larger profit you make, the more money you're able to get. That's after two years. That's important. All right, I can pause parenthetically on that. I can teach on that later on. But for the first type of funding, as a business coach, what we do, and as a business consultant, what we do is we partner with companies, right, where they're able to do something that's called stated income. So stated incomes mean that you can legally state what your projected income will be, and they will use that to determine what you're able to get. So that means that if you're brand new starting out, if you believe you're going to make 200,000, you want to make 200,000. So on the application, legally, you're able to put down your projected income of 200,000. And depending on your business type and how your business is structured, that's how you're going to get the store accounts, the credit cards. And when they look at your, for working capital loans, what they do is they'll look at the last three months of deposits in your business checking account. You have to create a business checking account. So what they'll do is say, for instance, if you had $4,000 deposited into your business account for three months in a row, what they'll do is they'll say, okay, well, then that means that you make 48,000 a year. You see what I'm saying? They'll round up. So when you're doing your working capital, some working capital loans, they're going to take a three month average of the deposits in your business account. And then you're able to get funding on that. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Now, um, is there a way for someone to leverage their personal credit um, if they have been, or do you just work with business credit? That's a very good question. Yes. What we do is we actually do free credit repair and we give out free credit repair for our clients because we get paid when, when you get a loan, right? So because of that, as a company, we would give out free credit repair so you can get to where you need to be so you can get, get a, um, a loan. Now, there are two ways to build business credit, all right? The way that I use this analogy is if you had a billionaire um, at the top of a skyscraper in downtown Dallas or downtown New York, and they say, if you come up these stairs, I'll give you $250,000. Some people can get on the elevator. Other people will have to climb the stairs. So if you build business credit without a personal credit, that's like climbing the stairs. It's longer. 
is harder, you can get there. Just don't give up. You'll get there. But if you take the elevator, it makes it easier. And so if you do have good personal credit, you are able to leverage it. But I strongly suggest people not to do that all the time unless you have a clear cut game plan and you got a good coach on your side, because that's how so many people lose their shirt is they get all their credit card debt, get all this stuff in their personal name. And you and I know that there are vicissitudes to business. You dig what I'm saying? You're going to have, uh, um, you're going to have dry seasons and you're going to have plentiful seasons. You're going to have, you're going to have um, a time to reap and a time to sow. It's going to be time to get down and stay down. It's going to be a time to ball out and enjoy the fruits of your labor. So that being said, you don't want to get caught in a dry season just using your personal credit because it's going to mess you up. And I strongly suggest that you build business credit as well as personal credit. If you do use your personal credit, only use it for small things so that you can get faster approval. But as soon as you're able to build your business the right way, like you can build your business from scratch in six months and you can have 75 to $100,000 in um, capital assigned to you without a personal guarantee. You don't have to just use all of your your personal credit. So, yes. So to answer your question, yes. And also depending on what industry you're in. So like if you're investing in real estate and you're flipping real estate, then, yeah, for the first um, two, for the first three deals, I have a lender that will give you a line of credit to flip real estate. But you have to have three transactions under your belt first. And then after you have three transactions under your belt, they'll give you a line of credit of anywhere from $250,000 to $500,000 specifically for real estate. You can't go out and buy a Rafe with it. You can't go out and buy the new Rolex with it. You can only use it specifically for real estate. You see what I'm saying? But if you are a newer business, that's great because you're able to do three small little deals. And now you have this large line of credit specifically for real estate. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So like the same thing with trucking, right? So I love the trucking industry. I actually have drugs on the road myself. And in the trucking industry, a lot of times people start off as drivers and then they want to become an owner operator or they want to own their own fleet, but they might not have the best personal credit or they might be a new business less than two years old. Well, if you get specific equipment financing, you can get a brand new tractor trailer and you in you in Texas. So you see these all the time. You can get a brand new tractor trailer or even a used tractor trailer 100 percent in your business name using business credit. But the loans has to be specifically for that equipment. And and so that's one of the biggest mistakes I see a lot of us make in the African-American community, because what we'll do is we'll come up with an idea. We'll sit down with our homeboys and we'll sit down with our with our our homegirls. We'll see somebody else doing it. We say, you know what, we can jump out and do it, too. And then what they'll do is they'll go to the bank and say, I need a loan. Mm -hmm. And they'll get turned down and get denied. But in actuality, if you have coaching or you have a mentor who's in banking and finance, what we ask is, what do you need a loan for? Oh, well, I need a loan for recording studio. Okay, well, we won't give you a loan for recording studio. But what we'll do is we can give you equipment financing so you can finance that equipment specifically for studio equipment. Does that make sense? So that's how that's what all of that is considered alternative financing. So you're able to get like a corporate lease. Sometimes people say, oh, well, do you know I want to I need a loan for thirty thousand dollars. Okay, cool. What do you need it for? Well, I need to get a car. I just need to get a, a company car. Would get get a corporate lease or um, lease it in your business name 
that those are things that only require you to be in business for six months to do. So that's why it's important to understand how finances work, because that's what you're going to have to do when you're surviving your first two years. So after your first two years come along, now we can cook with grease and now you're able to get larger loans to do whatever you want to do universally. So in the aspect of the trucking business, uh, what is the minimum requirement for that uh, equipment financing? So for a truck, for to be in the trucking business, the minimum requirement is that you must have a LLC. A lot of guys, they might get a job working with night or might get a job working with um, prime, right? Or get a job working with um, CR England or JV Hunt. So they'll get a job as a company driver. They see these companies making all this money. And in order for taxes, they need an EIN number. So what they'll do is go and get an EIN number. You can get it for free, by the way. But what they'll do is they'll get it as an owner operator or do it as doing business as. And when you do that, you're never going to be able to build business credit. You have to do it as an LLC or an INC. It's still free. It's all about make sure you hit that right check mark. You dig what I'm saying? Like the number one best-selling book of all time says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. And that's why I teach economic empowerment specifically so that they'll know. So when you get your your um, EIN number, just do that little check mark that say LLC. So you must have an LLC. You must. And this is the thing. You can have an LLC and still be working for somebody else. You can have it's just like doing a side hustle. But instead of doing a hot side hustle, you're working for yourself. A lot of people ask. I have a video on YouTube. I think it might have 7,000, maybe 10,000 views now. It is how to build a trucking business while driving company. And I basically explain all the steps that you need to do. And basically you need to have a, a EIN number, have an LLC, make sure that you have a business checking account and you must have a CDL license for at least 12 months. You can't, they, they, they need to make sure that you know what you're doing. Like you just can't jump out of school and then turn around and go. You have to make sure you at least, I strongly suggest that you at least drive company for a year so you can get your feet wet. Then after you drive company to get your feet wet, then go ahead and um, go after that. Yes, sir. Can you see the screen? Yeah, I sure can. So um, Whitney says, what about daycare center? What about daycare center? What's your question, Whitney? I'm assuming, you know what, I'm assuming, I'm assuming she's saying, um, I'm assuming she's saying how to get funding for a daycare center. And remember, daycare. family, if y'all have a question, y'all can, can call, call in. Yeah. The number is oh, at the wow. bottom uh, scrolling across. Yeah. Um, to, so there's, all right. So money for a daycare center is a couple of ways. The first thing is this. If you're asking for money for a building, or are you asking money for equipment for the playground or toys? Or are you asking money for um, the, the food or the lunch programs? So those are the different questions that that I would need to ask to know how to answer that. But yes, you're able to get funding for all of those different things. And because they're specific things. And if you are um, a daycare center, I strongly suggest that you get with the lottery program, because if you get with a lottery program, they'll take care of most of like 75% of your food. So you're able to get lines of credit to purchase all these different things that you need for your daycare center, like the cribs and like everything else. And if you're asking about um, a building, I would strongly suggest that you lease out something first 
or if you have a nice location in your home, a nice basement, not something that's bootleg, but if you have a real nice location in your home, then you're able to start in your home and then build up from there and build up your track record. So I, that's that's a comment. So I would want to talk with her so I can answer that question. You know yeah, what I'm so saying? Fe- yeah. So feel free to call in, sisters. 903-662-1930. Um, my next question would be when you talk about having a business, having an LLC or an EIN number. Uh, before they give you the loan, are they looking at your personal credit at all? Or you can just start a new uh, business and they're not really checking for anything? That's a very good question. If you create a brand new business under a LLC, a INC, a S Corp or C Corp, they don't look at your personal credit. But when you create a business as a sole proprietor or a doing business as, it is attached to your personal credit. So the and it also depends on where you're going. Remember, you can't you can't start a business January and then February 1st going to the bank to say, give me a loan. That's not how it's going to work. You can start a business January 1st, January 2nd or January 3rd. You can get lines of credit for fuel. You can get lines of credit for computers, you can get lines of credit for supplies or whatever your business is. You dig what I'm saying? You do that, you work on those, you pay those on time, then you have to get something that's called a paydex score, right? Um, There's something that's called a paydex score. When you are born, it is your inalienable right as a U.S. citizen, you have a social security number, everybody got a social security score. I mean, everybody has a credit score, called a FICO, right? But when you are doing business, there's something that's called a paydex score. Your paydex score is the equivalent of your FICO score. You follow me, Ben? Mm-hmm. You guys follow me in the comments? I'm looking at the comments, so you guys comment and let me know. If you follow me, I want you to say follow you, all right? If you guys follow me, I want you to say follow you. I want you guys to participate with us, all right? If you follow, say follow. Now, um, I want to make sure because I, I can I can be too technical. I don't want to be too technical. We got 31 people watching live right now. All 31 of you guys hit that thumbs up button right now. Let people know that you are valuing this content. Hit that thumbs up button. We got 14 thumbs up. Got somebody calling in. Peace. That's Welcome good. to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name and where you calling from? Hey, what's going on? Back to Kemet, Queensbridge. All right, all right. What's your question? Um, I was wondering, um, how do people cover the legality fees in the beginning? Because I know a bunch of people who got million dollar ideas, like really great, great ideas. But the only hump that they go um go through or they're going through right now is covering the fees to become legally ready for these opportunities. Like, um, you know, we need to have something in place. Is there anything or any opportunities out there to help people fast track that, or is that? you know, still um, a li- uh, something that the people are liable for, you know, creating these businesses on their own. Yeah, definitely. So this is the thing, right? I want everyone to write this down. In order for you to become a legal business in the eyes of banks, you need three things. These are the only three things you need in order for you to start building business credit and to be eligible for business finance. You need an EIN number. That is free. It is absolutely costs you absolutely nothing at all. All right. The second thing you need is yeah. either a LLC or uh, or an INC. I'll just keep it basic. A LLC stands for a limited liability company. It normally, depending on what state you're in, um, is around one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars. That's it. That's it. Now, you can pay an attorney. 
$1,500, but you don't have to. You can pay my company $750, but you don't have to. You can do it yourself. You can go to the Secretary of State, the website um, for whatever state you're in. Like, what state you in, my man? I'm in New York. <clears throat> okay, cool. You're in New York. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to the New York Secretary of State. You're going to create a free okay. online account. It doesn't cost anything at all to create a free online account. Then they're going to say register a business. When you go to register your business, I think the fee for New York might be $200. Off the top of my head, I got to yeah. double check. But you pay that $200. Yep, yep. You pay that $200. Then you fill out the information. And once you fill out the information, you now have your, and then you have to wait three days. You can pay to expedite it, but I don't suggest that you do that. Um, so you just fill out the information. It's very simple and easy. It's just like filling out a, a, a dating site or it's just like filling out a, a profile on Instagram. Like when you set up your account, yeah, it's now, very. Now, my yeah. thing is I, I've been having trouble finding a business number and finding a business address. I think that's the next thing that a lot of people or oh, a problem that a lot of people are looking to solve. Where do I find a business address, you know, uh, uh, or a business number? Because that's one okay, of the biggest yeah. uh, criteria with the bank. Absolutely. Now, for the purposes of teaching, I want to finish what I was saying. Because remember, the, so the answer to your question the first time around, there are three things you need. Absolutely. Now, one thing about me is my videos are long-winded is because I have a license as a, as a, as a consultant. So I have called errors and insurers. I have, I mean, errors on omission insurance. So when I teach and as a teacher, I have to make sure I give out full detail because if not, I can be held liable. So I'm not just like a regular YouTuber. So many people ask me, Brother Ben X, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made a hundred in thirty thousand dollars in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. So I got to finish everything that I'm saying. So, so, so I said all that to say the three things that you need. The first thing you need is an EIN number, which is free. The second thing you need is your articles of incorporation. Once you fill that information out, it takes three days for you to fill it out. I mean, it takes after you fill it out, it takes three days for it to come to your email. Once it comes to your email, then the third thing you need to do is take your EIN number, take your photo ID and your articles of incorporation to whichever bank you want to and open up a business checking account. And those are the three minimum things you need to be eligible. That's it. You ain't got to put $100 in there. You don't have to put $10,000 in there. That's all you need to do. Do those three things and then you're able to be eligible. So to answer your question of the legal aspects of it, like I mentioned, you can do it yourself. Um, it's very simple. Like I have an online course that walks people how to do it. Now to answer your other question is, how to get a business phone number and how to get a business address. So in my online course, there's actually links that will take you to the virtual office. There's something called a virtual office that makes sure that it meets the underwriting guidelines. You can get a virtual office in most states for $50. Now, one thing is this, when you're talking about building a business, it costs to be the boss. You have to change your mindset, change your way of thinking. Everything is not free. You're not a consumer. 
you are a producer. So that being Absolutely. said, it's going to cost you money. So it's going to cost you money to get a business address, not a P.O. box, not your baby mama house, not your homeboy name, not your mama's house. But you have to create a get a business grade address so that when you are being reviewed by the computers that the banks use, you don't become red flagged as a high risk lender. I mean, as a high risk borrower. To uh, also to also add to that, what my company did, we have a virtual office or a virtual address as well mm -hmm. uh, that you can purchase as well monthly. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So mm. it's called a virtual. It's called a virtual office, and what it is is so what a virtual office is is these companies like Regis, Da Vinci, and there's some other smaller Credit companies. Suite. Say that I'm again. Credit Suite. I think I, I heard a company called Credit Suite that facilitates something like that. No, well, Credit Suite, what they do is they don't provide a virtual office. What they do is they're a service that teaches you similar things like what I do. Um, so that's what Credit Suite is. Credit Suite will teach you different companies. But I know the affiliate that Credit Suite uses is Regis, which is a very good company. So what happens is that there are these companies. And what they do is they'll rent out an entire floor of a building and then they'll sublease it and they'll sublease the address. And that's called a virtual office. So even if you're wow. working from home or if you're working from your mother's basement or your baby mom, y'all trapping and y'all doing what y'all can do, trapping the right way in a one bedroom apartment. But when you are wanting to present that that image of professionalism, what you would do is you would rent a virtual address. Most of the time, like I said, they range from the minimum of $50. When you go through my course, you can get one for $50 or around $100 through Regis and other companies like that. And what you do is that will be your address that you need to put on all your filings. So that way you will show up as a reputable business. And once you do that, now the playing field is even. They don't look at your personal information because you've provided the proper paper trail. Okay. I hope that answers okay, your question. I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. I was very thorough, very well said. Yes, sir. Make sure you go and I'm subscribed to my YouTube channel. I got hours and hours of hours of videos on YouTube where I teach. I have different um, videos where I teach on these things specifically. Um, so make sure you go to my YouTube channel and um, subscribe to my YouTube channel and I have hours of, of these topics. Yes, sir. And click the link in the no, bio as well it. for the coaching. The, the link is in the uh, the shortcut. The yeah. link is in the, uh, the YouTube uh, bio to get right to his website. Yes. Now, if you Absolutely. want to um, support Brother Ben X, when Brent, whenever you see Brother Ben X and I together, if you enroll into any of my coaching or any of my courses, um, is going to support Brother Ben X and you get a 25% discount. So when, at the end of the stream, when we're finished answering the questions, I'll show you guys everything that we do. And um, there's a link in the description of the video. It is deancodecoaching.com forward slash Ben X. Go there. Um, make sure you use the coupon code Ben X and you'll get 25% off of your first month when you're enrolled into any of my courses or in the coaching. And I'll go over that at the end of the video. Um, and brother Phoenix, allow me, and I'll nice. show you guys everything that goes on. Well, I appreciate they your time, good. brothers. Uh, love and light. Again, my, I'm hashtag uh, back to Kemet. I'm on Instagram, and um, I'll definitely be in touch. I'm going to subscribe. Um, I'm a like and uh, show support every time I see y'all. That's good stuff, brother. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. But yes, sir. So what I'm hearing, uh, <clears throat> see, a lot of people, I believe. When we hear about businesses, we're thinking about the big picture. Like, I want to start a school. I got to have $5 million. I got to have $4 million. 
Uh, if I want to start a trucking company, oh man, I gotta actually go out and earn all this money on the job and finance it all myself. So I think mm-hmm. what we need to do here is give them a new goal because I feel like once they once they have this big goal where I gotta, they think they gotta have. 500,000 themselves, it can become yeah. depressing. Like, damn, I'll never be able to get that. But if they understand lines of credit, if they understand that you can actually get funded for this and you know, you just got to learn how to pay it back, then I think it gives us more hope. So can you go into, you know, the minimum requirements in different businesses and, and how that stuff can be done? Absolutely. So, um, as a matter of fact, I think I was actually just toying around with the idea of doing a like 10 part series where it's the basics entrepreneurship or um, I have a book that's been released in February that talks about how to start a black owned business. And I think I want to create like maybe a, a video series, just talk about the, the baby steps of creating a black owned business because it'll walk you step by step to doing that. So this is the thing. So the banking and finance world operates just like football on a quarterly system every three months. All right. So in order for you to be able to be in, in the game to, to, to get the credit and get the funding, think about every three months. So the best thing for you to do is to start your business, right? And I don't care if you don't know anything. I don't care if you don't, you don't even know what you want to do. You just know you want to be an entrepreneur, go get your EIN number. It's free. Costs you zero to do it. Costs you nothing at all. Instead of taking that chick out on a date, instead of going and buy that new dress, instead of buying that new weave, or instead of going out to eat, take take that $200, invest it in yourself, LLC. Once you create and create your LLC, make it a universal name. So like, for instance, if you don't know what you want to do, you can create Hello? something called a holding company. Hey, sister, I'm going to, I'm a, we're going to address you real quick, but I want to finish my point. So what you do is you create something that's called a holding company. Like, for instance, everybody knows that Rick Ross owns Wingstops, right? Right. But if you look on the paperwork, it doesn't say Rick Ross Wingstops. What it says is Rich Forever Holding Company. And then it'll say Wingstop Location 108. But but the company that owns it is Rich Forever. So if you create something like um, Beautiful Queen Enterprises or... um, Brother Ben X Incorporated or whatever you want, create a universal name. So that way, when you do know what you want to do, you already have seasoning on those initial things. So it makes it easier to get the funding. So I wanted to. So that's so those that's the the way that we can start off with the first baby steps is getting started. And then every three months, the credit systems report as well as the is the banking and finance systems report as well. Hey, sister, thank you so much for calling in. What's your name and where you're calling from? My bad, brother. <laughs> um, this is Sister Victoria X from Las Vegas. Yes, ma'am. What's your questions? Uh, the question that I had was um, before, a little bit earlier, you were saying that um, once you get, um, you I forgot what month you used, but you gave the example that if you open an account on Ju- July 1st, then you're able to go and apply for different um, lines of credit on July 2nd. Um, when I thought of that, I was wondering because before you were saying that after three months, you can uh, some of the programs that you have after three months, you can use future income. But if I'm able to start a company one day and then apply for lines of credit the next day, um, where exactly does the income portion of that? Because I know a lot of the applications have 
uh, fields where you put in your income. So how does that work? Because um, essentially, if you're starting one day, the next day you don't have a substantial amount of income. So how does that work? Absolutely. So this is the thing about business. All right. Business, you have to understand that it's based on something called projections and speculation. Now, when you are applying for funding, there are two type of underwriting guidelines. There's no such thing as a common sense loan. There's no such thing as, you know, I got it loan. It's just two types. It's either stated income, which means you state the income, or it's verified income, which means the income must be verified. Now, when you're in your first level of getting credit or getting funding, when you're filling out these lines of credit, it's all stated income. So you're going to state it. By law, you're legally able to flex. You're able to cap. That's the best way to describe it. So you're, you're legally able to think highly of yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Like the number one bestselling book of all times when it comes to business development says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Use this as the analogy. Use your faith. So by law, when it is a stated loan, you're able to legally state um, how much you're expected to make. Now, on the loan application, it's not going to say projected. It's going to say what's your income. But when just so that you know if it is a credit card, if it's a store card, if it's a line of credit, if it is um, a equipment lease or equipment funding, that's all stated income. All right. But when you're doing a mortgage, when you're doing a SBA loan, when you are doing working capital loans, then it is verified. So remember how we talked about the three, how the, the, there's a total of four different tiers. So the first tier is all stated. You're able to get Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, Wells, um, not Wells Fargo, um, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, Sears, Amazon. You're able to get all of these lines of credit with just stating your projected income. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. You're very welcome. So that's why it's, it's very important for you to understand. So you're going to state your income. I don't care if you start, if you ain't got $2.50 in your pocket, when you're putting out that, when you're filling that form out, they ask your income. I make $250,000 a year. Call those things that be not as though they were. You have to make sure, but that's, you have, that is what the law allows. That is what a projected income is. You understand? So you're not, you don't do that for, that's, you don't do that for everything. <laughs> you do that when they're asking, <laughs> what's your estimated income or what's your source of income? That's how that goes. Now, they don't explain this and they don't tell you this on the forms and they're not legally able to tell you that as an employee of the bank. But as your business coach and your mentor, that's what you do. That's how you do it. That's the gray area. Everybody talks about the gray area. That's the reason why Donald Trump is having such a hard time being the president is because he's been in business his entire life. When you're in business, you operate in the gray area. That's how you make these billions and these millions. But when you're in the um, public office, you have to be specific and you have to be exact. That's the reason why he can't understand and can't conceptualize because for the past 50 years, he's been operating in the gray area because that's how business operates in the gray area. Before you ask your next question, Sister Victoria, I want to ask you, brother, um, in the in the uh, event that I say, all right, we, our company is projected to make 200000 uh, mm -hmm. what's the highest that you've seen uh, a company get, uh, you know, in that line of credit? Yeah, so, so once again, it depends. So there is something that's called the 524 rule. 
right? Now, I learned this because I worked as an underwriter. Now, let me explain the process of getting a loan. When you're getting a loan, we're talking about a loan, not, not credit cards. Credit cards are, are based on which company you go to, what type of card you apply for. Like I have a master list in my online course. I have a master list of different credit cards that you can apply for that will tell you which cards to apply for. But when we're talking about equipment financing or we're talking about loans, now think six month mark. The six month mark is when I want you guys to think about this. Don't think about this. I don't care if you're four months and three days. I don't care if you five months and, and 29 days. You must specifically be six months. If you go into a bank or you try to or you go to one of these working capital lenders and you have been in business for five months and 28 days, they will deny you just because you don't have that that seasoning requirement. So when it comes to banks, you have to make sure that you understand the guidelines and you don't want to apply before you're ready, because if you apply before you're ready, you'll be considered a high risk borrower. And it's not even your fault. It's just that you just made that mistake. So I said all of that to say this. So when you're talking about the six month mark, all right, when we're talking about the six month mark, there's something that's called a 524 rule. Now, what happens is when you apply for a loan, you have an application. They some your application. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time is never seen by an individual is done by a computer. It's called AUS. It stands for automatic underwriting system. So what the computer does is checks off to figure out if you got all the checks and balances. That's why in my online courses and when I do coaching, I make sure that you got everything that you need. Cross your T's and dot your I's. If you go into the club and in the club, they say no tennis shoes. I don't care if you got on brand new Jordans. I don't care if you got the retros. I don't care if you have on a on a custom suit, but you have on some fresh Air Force Ones. If the club says you can't get in with tennis shoes on, Guess what? You're not going to get in with tennis shoes on. That's how the banking system works. So I said all of that to say this. When you submit everything, a computer looks at it. If you cross your T's, boom, you're good. You got you go to the next phase, which is approvals. Now, if you don't meet everything, it doesn't automatically mean you're denied. What happens is that you go through something that's called a manual underwriting process. That's something that I, I did for two years. And as a manual underwriter, our job is to assess risk, is to look at your file to figure out how risky you are. Are you going to run off on the plug twice? Like if I give you this, how likely are you to pay it back? That's what an underwriter's job is. And one of the things that the computer does and the same thing that the individual does is use something called the 524 rule. The 524 rule is you have to have less than five new lines of credit open within 24 months. Now that's good because you can legally go to four separate credit unions and get $50,000 from each of those credit unions within that 24 month period. And when you know the 524 rule, that's the reason why it's important not to apply for lines of credit that you know you're not going to get or these little small lines of credit. If you if you don't know what your goal is, just apply just for the sake of applying. So a lot of times people talk about inquiries or credit inquiries. On the business world, inquiries are good, but if you have a new open account, they're gonna cap you at five within 24 months. So since we know this, what we're gonna do is we're gonna maximize that window and we're gonna go to five different um, five different credit unions. And Brother Ben X, five times five is what? 
75. That's right. So you're able to get $250,000 within six month time period when you're, when you make sure that everything is stacked the right way. And when you know um, exactly which lenders to go to, and that's how that works, which companies to go to. Now, this is the thing about, about banking that I need for everybody to understand. Bankers, lenders, they want to give you money. They get paid commission for giving you money. They don't want to turn you down. There is this, and I understand where it comes from. There is this miscommunication, um, and especially it's a lot of um, propaganda in the African-American community that you can't get a loan as black people. They're going to marginalize against you. That's not the case. The reason why you're not getting a loan is not because you're black. It's not because you're gay. It's not because you are Muslim. It's not because you're Christian or Hindu. It's because you're using your baby mama address. It ain't and the reason why you're getting denied for that loan isn't because your, your jeans are sagging, isn't because you got dreads or you got a bald head, it's because your email address is not a professional email address, it's a Gmail account. So that's the reason why you're getting denied. But because we don't have people that teach it, what we have to do is we assume. And the first thing that we'll do is we assume always oh, something about me. No, you just got to stack everything the right way. So I said all of that to say that um, to answer that question. So you can legally, you can, most of the time, you're able to get, like I said, max, max it out, 524 rule. You want to get five different lines of credit and you want to get it from um, credit unions that normally give out around 50000 for brand new businesses. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to be doing that unless you are six months seasoned with the secretary of state. I don't mean you've been selling CDs or books for six months. I mean, the secretary of state says that your business started on this day. That's the reason why everybody needs to get their business right now. Even if you just sit on it, the six months is going. I mean, it was just hot outside. Just it was just hot outside. Now it's Christmas time, right? We was just talking about Fourth of July. Now here we go. It's the top of the year. So I said all of that to say, time is going to do itself. Just make sure you do what you have to do and don't procrastinate um, when it comes to getting that business. Did I answer your question, brother Ben? Yes, sir. You did. Uh, I was going to ask. Um... Ah, man, it just slipped my mind. It was about, oh, uh, for, for those who are new and don't know what line of credit even means, what does line of credit even mean? All right, that's a very good question. So a line of credit is a good example of a really good line of credit that's good for businesses, especially home-based businesses or people that work, work a regular nine to five. But they even if they, like for instance, Brother Ben, I remember you had a video about how to make money as a team. You're able to resell things on Amazon, buy low and sell high. So a good line of credit is like Amazon will give you a line of credit that you can use specifically at Amazon or um, Macy's will give you a line of credit that you can use specifically at Macy's. A line of credit is um, a a credit limit that you can use specifically at a certain place. So um, Walmart will give you a line of credit that you can use. And typically, they start at $5,000 to buy any and everything in that store. Doesn't mean that you can take it in other places. So you have lines of credit, and then you have credit cards. A credit card will have a Visa MasterCard logo on it, and you can use it anywhere that Visa and MasterCard is accepted. Like, for instance, I live a very, I'm very grateful to live a very, um, flashy CEO lifestyle. I'm very unapologetic about it. The reason why I do it is because I use my business credit to do so. I live in the Dominican Republic and I teach what I do 
they accept Visa, MasterCard all over the world. I'm always traveling. I pay my um, car notes. I pay everything with my business credit. I don't use my personal credit for nothing. That's what CEOs do. Because one, you get it as a tax write-off. And also two, use the lines of credit for it. So I said all of that to say, everywhere where Visa and MasterCard is accepted, you can get, let's say, for instance, um, there's a, a, um, a, a gas station called Quick Trip. Quick Trip will give about a $2,500 small line of credit, um, but it's a Visa card. So even though it's a Quick Trip card, because it has that Visa logo, you can use it anywhere. But when we're talking about being able to build business and business credit, I don't want to focus on those smaller accounts or those smaller cards. We want to get those larger lines of credit that you're able to, or your larger accounts so that you can get those larger accounts to get what you need. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. When you, when you said uh, you pay everything with your business credit, are you speaking to uh, velocity banking? Um, no. So um, what I mean is I pay everything with my, I pay everything with my business cards, my business credit cards. I pay everything. Everything is a business expense. I'm always talking business. I'm always doing business. So uh, you're, as long as they're able to accept Visa and MasterCard, I use it to pay it. Then I turn around and I pay it back. But I'm using my business credit in order to, to fund a lifestyle because I'm because I get a write off. When you are a legitimate business, you're able to write a lot of things off. And it also protects you as well. Like I'm like I love my daughter with all fiber of my being. She is the air that I breathe. If you look at my office, let me show you guys. If you look at my office right over here, I don't know if you can see it because I'm. Brother Ben would have to put me on the screen. I have a picture of my daughter right there and down there. I love my baby. Yep, right here. That's my daughter. I love my precious right there. And down there is my precious. I love her. But her mama is very bitter. (laughs) And so to protect my assets and to protect myself, that's what I do to so that my child support is not um, absorbing it and I'm not being raped by the system. Everything is in my business name. So. That's how that goes. When it comes to starting a business, because we just we had a lot of questions on the funding. And again, if you're just now tuning yeah. in, I see your brother Mustafa uh, Muhammad. I know you got some questions. Uh, call in. The number is at the call bottom. Uh, the 903-662-1930. Please call in. Ask all the questions. Now, let me make this. Let me let me just do a side note here. If I was going live about anything else, I would have over 100 people tuned in up to 150 people will be engaging and this brother is coming as a business coach again you can go to deancolecoaching.com slash benx for a discount but call in now ask all your questions everybody who's working check to check everybody who wants to start a business everybody who needs some more income this brother is not only helping us with how to get funding now we're about to talk about how to start a business so we got him here. Mm-hmm. Y'all ask these questions. We talk about, oh, man, the black community and economics and all this. He's here. Let's call in and ask some questions so that he can give us the value that you all need. So when it comes to starting a actual business, brother, what is uh, how do you determine if I need an LLC, C Corp, S Corp? How do you do, how do you tell what you actually need as a business? That's a very good question. So the very first thing is this. If you're trying to do it yourself and you're just wanting to get started, you want to become a single member LLC. All right. A single member LLC means that you have limited liability or limited liability company. Right. So if you are in the food service industry, you need to be an LLC. Like the young lady asked about being a daycare. 
kids break stuff all the time. They running down the street and running away. These any place where you can get sued <laughs> a lot, you want to have an LLC. LLC stands for limited liability because if you have a LLC, then you you personally are protected. The moment you create that LLC and get the EIN, it's just like a brand new baby. It's its own entity. So God forbid if something happens to you, you're still alive. That baby is still alive. When you are sole proprietor, then you yourself become the business. If something happens to you, it happens to yourself as well. So any business that's very high risk, you want to get an LLC. Now, the second, the other aspect of that is like I just mentioned, if you have baby mama drama, you got ex-wife strife, if your side chick wants your kicked, whatever your situation might be. I don't know how you're living in these streets. I'm just being honest and keeping all the way real with you. If you have that and you need asset protection, you need to protect your assets, then you want to be a corporation because a corporation will protect your assets. If you have to protect your income, one of the the number one ways all good financial advisors worth their weight in salt, they tell NBA, NFL, all these sports players, they need to create a corporation so they pay themselves through their corporation. Like, for instance, a pr- prime example, Q with quality control. I don't know if you've heard the story of Lyra Galore just tried. Lyra Galore used to live in Georgia, moved to California to try to get more child support out of P from quality control. But because P is a legitimate business and because quality control is a legitimate business, when she went to go get more money for child support, the judge told her, go get a job. But if you aren't protected, they're going to be like, okay, boom, they're going to do something called imputed income where they're going to impute your income. Now, the bad thing about an LLC is that they have that pass through where they can impute your income. So everybody's situation is different depending on, once again, if you have a a business that's very high risk where it's service related and people have food allergies and people don't read labels or if you have where people get hurt, something that's very Um, easy for you to become sued to protect yourself and your assets. You want to have an LLC. However, if you want to protect your assets from things like family court and different things like that, you have to have a um, S corporation or C corporation. Well, a C corporation. That's, that's the, the, the second one is a C corporation. And the third one is something called an S corporation. An S corporation is um, the best that you can get because it's going to give you the best tax credit. I don't like to get into taxes um, because the first couple of years of your business, you don't need to be worried about taxes. As a business, you never pay your taxes. All right. I can show that's the reason why Donald Trump doesn't want to show his his tax bill because there's what there, there are legal ways you can never pay your taxes. But as a business, when you're in the building phase, when we're talking about getting that SBA loan, you're gonna have to put down on paper that you make money. So you're going to have to show, don't worry about the tax bill, show that you make the money because the tax bill is going to get ate up. We are, we, we're going to eat that up after you get what you're, what you're trying to acquire. But so if you're wanting to get the best tax credit or the best tax shelters, you want to get a S corporation. And if you're wanting to take a company public, like if you have an idea, you want to have an invention, um, the S corporation gives you um, stock options as well as a C corporation Give you stock options as well. So a LLC, if you, it's very easy, it's simple. You do it yourself. You could do an LLC. 
when you're creating a S corporation or a C corporation, I would strongly suggest that you hire a company like myself or hire an attorney to do it. So that way you can make sure that your corporate veil, your corporate veil isn't pierced and that you have the best protection if you're dealing with, you know, baby mamas and ex-wives and different things like that. Speaking of starting a business, uh, what is your thoughts on people saying, hey, you know, just start a business based on your passion? How do we find out what business to actually start? Because one thing that I've, uh, you know, uh, came to now realize is that, you know, maybe what you love to do, maybe what your passion is, it may not be uh, bringing you in a lot of money. But if we knew mm-hmm. how to start a business, a, a need-based business that people need in a service, then maybe that could fund my dream or fund my passion or, or, or at least give me enough cushion to do my passion without worrying about making money in it. So when it comes to starting a business, how would you uh, advise someone to look and start where to start? All right. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you. If you aren't passionate about it, don't start it. So I'm a successful business coach, but this isn't, I didn't start off that way. Like I said, I'm, I'm about to be 38. I know I don't look it, but I'm about to be 38 years old. So my first four businesses failed. The reason why the first two failed is because I was chasing money. I wasn't chasing a mission because look, what time is it right there? It's a Thursday night at 1042 in my time. And I'm teaching because this is something that I love to do and I could do it for free. If you are trying to get into entrepreneurship for money, that's not what you do. Get a job if you want money. But if you do want to become wealthy, then you do need to monetize your heart's desire. Like I mentioned before, I think the most powerful book I ever read that taught me to be the best business coach, people say that where your treasure is, your heart will be also. There's a lot of people that try to fleece their congregation and use that to manipulate them to give their money. But if you dissect it and you look at that and if you look at it um, esoterically, it says where your, where your heart is, that's where you're going to find your treasure. It wasn't until I went after my heart's desire to when I became successful and when wealth started to come. So I would I will argue with I won't argue, but I say this to you, um, brother Ben. You let's we can do a role play. Name something that people think that's not a lot of money in it, and I can show you how you can get a lot of money in doing that as a as a business. I can show you because um, that's the thing. You have to make sure that you're passionate about it. Like for instance, uh, on your last stream, like the 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 foolish person that didn't want to come on your platform because they thought your platform wasn't big because they don't know who you are. Let me give you an example. Your old YouTube channel got shut down. You had to start all over again. Yep. It takes passion to be able to do that. You understand what I'm saying? It takes, it takes, you have to go after your heart's desire because when, when your faith can't kick in, then your flesh is going to fail all day, every day, yep. all day, every day. So that being said, I I would say like a rapper, like, because most people may say, man, you know, I ain't going to make it unless I'm speaking about, you know, twerking and all this. So why would I even put money into this when I know the radio is not going to play me and the big industry is not going to want to play, you know, so-called conscious music. So Mm -hmm. in a a, a sense, or or a singer, somebody who just loves singing, but she's not singing about, you know, ratchet stuff. How do these people, you know, you know, get into the business? This is how you get into a business. I'm about to give you a plan. Follow what Fantasia did. Fantasia is the prime example. And it doesn't matter what your industry is. You build your platform. 
you monetize your platform. And because we're in a day and age, we can go direct to consumer. You can make money without having to go that route. If, you, if there are people, the cool thing about Facebook and the cool thing about the world, and that's the thing, we have to think ecumenical when we're talking about things like this. Let's say if you want to be a conscious rapper, you know how many Muslims, you know how many Christians, how many five percenters there are, you know how many um, um, Seventh-day Adventists there are, and you can go direct to them. So this is what you do. Very first thing you do first is you build a holding company. So let's say, let's just use um, conscious rap as the title. So what I would do is I create a um, LLC um, or I create a S corporation as conscious rap incorporated. I would create that business and as conscious rap incorporated, I would accumulate $200,000 in funding. Yes. Before you even sell a record as a legitimate record label, as your own record label. Now this is how quality control and how Gucci man and how, um, who else, who else is another good one that I like? Um, that's This is the reason why people can't understand the reason why Baby don't go broke and he has his lavish lifestyle because he uses business funding and business credit. Wow, when hold on. Create- so, so who do we... Yeah. Because that's that's very interesting because that sounds like you're getting your own uh your your own deal from yourself because I just heard uh, Quando, a little brother named Quando, he just said that he signed a deal for 150000 Now, if you can get two hundred from yourself, you you basically your own labor. So who would they be getting it from? You put yourself on. Absolutely. You put wow. yourself on. So when you set yourself up as a legitimate business, not somebody that's just hustling CDs or, or USBs out the trunk, but you set yourself up as a legitimate business, you're legally able to go up to $200,000 without having to verify income. Wow. So this is what I would suggest. Work every day and night posting on Instagram, morning, noon, and night posting on Instagram, using the right hashtags, hire brother Ben X to teach you how to grow your following. Do all of those things that you need to do. Build up your following. Pay for social media marketing the right way, not the wrong way. What I mean by that, pay for ads. Don't spend $500 to $1,000 on ads if you don't have it in your budget. The cool thing about it is you can get like one cent and two cent per clicks when you learn from somebody like Brother Ben X on how to build up your following and continue to rap. Now watch this. When you're continuing to rap, you're building up your following, you're building up your email list, you're building up your opt-in list, then what you're able to do is go direct to consumer. And then not only are you able to go direct to consumer, you can go to video games. Every every place that uses music, you can go directly to video games. Like I mentioned, all the different churches, all the different mosques, all the different synagogues that have these bookstores. You, When you are a legitimate business, I don't mean you pookie, and I don't mean like you just, hey man, you know what I'm saying, I got bars. I mean, you are the CEO of your own label you can get a distribution deal at all of these different stores and then they will buy off a consignment from you. So you can create the lifestyle. Now you're not going to be balling out of control. You're not going to be on private jets, but you're living your heart's passion while you're able to hopefully make it big. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, now, if you're trying to compare to Cardi B and you're trying to compare to offset, then that you're in the wrong, you're in it for the wrong reasons. But if your heart's desire is, is teaching conscious rap and being um, able to, sustain your lifestyle from it, creating a YouTube channel, creating a podcast, monetizing everything, monetizing your niche. You can do it without having to sell out and you can do it building business credit. Wow. So can you tell us about your story and uh, where you started off, how you got your funding and how you worked your way up for those who don't know your story? Yeah. 
So um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, Vine City, to be exact, land of the free home of the Braves and the strip clubs. <laughs> I'm from I'm from um, I'm from the west side of Atlanta, Vine City, and um, I I looked up and um, I started operating. There was this something in in high school called the work study program. I don't know if they have that anymore, but it was something called the work study program. And when I was 16 years old, um, you, if you got a part-time job, you can go to school and then, I mean, you can go to your, after school, you can leave like a couple hours early and you can end up getting, uh, um, getting credit for it. So I was working at um, KFC on Wesley Chapel. All the people from Atlanta, I was working at KFC on Wesley Chapel, just, you know what I'm saying? Just talking and enjoying myself. And somebody asked me, somebody was like, you got a good personality. You have a good voice. Have you ever worked on the phones? I was like, no, nah, I'm only 16. They was like, and also I'm a big dude. I know I don't look like it, but I'm 6'4". You know what I'm saying? And at the time I was 270 because I was I played football. So I was always, I looked like a grown man. <laughs> so they was like, have you ever worked on the phones? And I was like, no. Um, and um, they said, okay, well, come for this interview. It's a place in Alpharetta called MCI Worldcom. And um, I went out there on a bus. Um, I caught the 86 Latonia, headed to Decatur, just like um, Outcast them did. Went all the way out there. And make a long story short, I got a job working part-time under um, um, Stacey Andrews. I'll never forget. And that's what put me in corporate America. And so I started making extremely good money in corporate America but I'm unapologetically black. One thing about me, I don't scratch my head unless it itch. I don't dance unless I hear music. And so I'm me, myself, and it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Um, make a long story short, I stayed at MCI for six years. I climbed the corporate ladder. I got a lot of training as an orator and as a, as a trainer, uh, facilitation and delivery skills training, on-the-job training at MCI Worldcom. But then when that happened, when they, um, I bought my first house when I was 18 because I was making good money. Um, I bought my house when I was 18 and I met my mentor, um, who is my now mentor today. And he was so taken back at the fact that I was buying my house at 18. And I was taken back at the fact that he was the most unassuming millionaire you ever meet. I mean, it was back in the day when Nextel Church was real popular. And um, he was like, come meet me at my Nextel store. And I met him at his Nextel store. And it was like four within walking distance, like on other sides of the street, he was like, I own all of these. And he's one that, that put me under, under his wing to teach me real estate. And so I begin working with him as something called a bird dog, which is a bird dog is a person that finds the deals because, um, and you use somebody else's money. So I would use his, we would, so I would find the deals. He would fix it up. I would help fix it. I would help with, facilitating and what looking over it, we would split the money. Now, when I did my second deal was when I met my, my, my banking mentor, her name was Martha Flores. And I, I asked her, I said, how much you make doing what you do? She was like, I make 70,000 a year as a loan officer. And I said, Oh, well, I make, I can make that. And it'll make me a better investor. And I talked to my mentor, Pat about it. He said, yeah, go for it. My first year as a loan officer, for CFIC mortgage, I might have made $13,000. I sucked bad. But I fell in love with it. I fell in love with seeing people get homes, seeing the, the wires come through, looking at the loans. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing $200,000 and you created that. I mean, I fell in love with it. So my first year, I did terrible. My second year, I made 70. Third year, I made 200. Fourth year, 
going in. So that's what ended up happening. Then the real estate bubble burst. <laughs> and when the real estate bubble burst, I had to go back into corporate America. But I went into corporate America as a consultant and I started working, um, helping get getting business funding and business loans for different companies. Um, and I had my daughter when real estate was popping and booming. I had my daughter. I went through a divorce and I never forget. I was working for a company um, called Lead Forensics. And um, I was dealing with nothing but people like myself right now, business coaches and business consultants. And this one guy he said, I'm working there. If you just got me this, why don't you do it for yourself? And I had this self-limiting belief that I got to pay my child support. I got to pay my rent. I got to pay my car. No, if, if, um, if I can't make it, ain't nobody, ain't no place I can rely on. And he told me, he said, you just don't want it bad enough. Cause if you want it bad enough, you'll get out, go get it and make it happen. And that was, then I, I quit and I thank God. And I haven't looked back since I wrote down on a piece of paper, all of my, all of my goals, because a lot of times things seem bigger than what they really are. My problems seemed a lot bigger. I wrote down my child support. I wrote down my car note. I wrote down my um, my rent, my utility bills, how much I created a budget. So for everything came up to $2,500. And I was like, if I can make $2,500 a month, then I'll be straight. And so when I was trying to make the $2,500 a month, I then created my, my business. And then I built business credit that could carry me. Because at $2,500 a month, I was using, that's what got me started using business credit to take care of my business expenses. And then I started originating loans again. And I started closing loans again. And then the combination of having that comfort, knowing that all of my bills were taken care of through my business credit, and then getting new money in. And now I'm going after my heart's desire. It was just, it just took off. So that's, that's how, that's my story. That's how I got, got, got to this point today. Yes, sir. Hey, welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Maurice Trumbull. I'm from uh, Everett, Washington. What's going on? What's hey, your questions? Uh, excuse me, I can't hear you. I said, what's your questions? Uh, my question is, uh, would it be possible to use like a, a business credit if, or get an LLC for DoorDash or anything like that for like repairs, fuel? Uh... Yeah. So there are um, companies... Um, that have a fleet under Uber. I have a client that has 10 vehicles right now, all under Uber. So um, there are people that credit, I mean, their driving record might not be the best and they don't have a car. And if you are as a, as a contractor, have a car for them, they can come and work for you. You'll get paid and then you turn around and pay them. So what you would do is you would create yourself as a as a transportation company, or I would suggest a business management company. What's your name, my man? Did he hang up? What's your name on the phone? Uh, Maurice Turner. Maurice Turner. Yes, sir. Okay, so I would I would create MT Legacy Group, something like that. MT Legacy Group, and MT Legacy Group manages the contract for DoorDash. So what you could legally do is you can get a fuel account under MT Legacy Group. You can get accounts with um, Ryder, with Enterprise, get newer cars, lease more cars and get other people driving it for you. You can get a company corporate lease with Chrysler and Dodge 
all under MT Legacy Group. And what happens is DoorDash will pay MT Legacy Group. Um, just give them your EIN number instead of your social security number. Give them your business checking account. Have the direct deposit go into your business checking account instead of your personal checking account. And you're good to go. So you will be able to get lines of credit um, for fuel, like you mentioned. You can also get lines of credit um, for repairs, like with Meineke, with um, Texaco, Chevron. A lot of different places will give you brand new, brand new start of businesses, um, lines of credit, net 30 accounts and net 60 accounts um, so that you can build up your business. Thank you for the information. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. You're very welcome, my man. Make sure you hit that like button and share this, my man. Now, I've been telling Henry to call in. Maybe he's in a bad spot, but this is his question. Okay. Ben, can you ask questions about personal finance, building personal credit, qualifying for a home mortgage? How ask to a question about personal finance, building personal credit. Qualify. So um, this is the thing. If you want to purchase a home and you never purchased a home before, can you hear me okay, Brother Ben? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. All right. So it was glitching for a second. So yeah, if you want to purchase a home and you've never purchased a home before, then I strongly suggest you get an FHA loan. FHA stands for the Federal Housing Administration, right? In order to qualify for an FHA home, your credit score needs to be at least a 620. Now, technically, for all the naysayers out there, technically, you need to have a 580 score. That's the FHA paperwork. However, there's something that's called a lender overlay. Wells Fargo controls what Wells Fargo controls what um, FHA does because they're the number one purchaser of FHA loans. So what happens is in order for um, Wells Fargo to service your loan, you need at least a 620 credit score. So your goal in mind needs to be a 620. Now you have three different credit scores, um, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. The score that needs to be a 620 is your middle score and it's your middle in value. So let me give you an example. If you have a 625, you have a 620 and a 619, then your middle score is 620. If you have a 620, a 580 and a 600, that means that your middle score is 600. So you have to make sure that your middle score is at least 620. And you also have to make sure that you have two years of verifiable income. If you are a W-2 employee, you're able to use your, your, your tax returns, W-2 income. If you are a 1099 employee or if you are self-employed, then you need to have two years of your full tax returns. If you're trying to purchase a home as a business, do not take any deductions. You need to show as much income as possible. Because if you write off all your income and at the end of the day, we know you made one hundred and fifty thousand. But on paper, you only made ten thousand dollars. What will happen is the underwriter is going to say you only made ten thousand dollars. So that being said, if you are self-employed, don't worry about deductions. Don't worry about the tax bill. OK, the tax bill is there. It'll take care of itself for four years. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS trial. 
The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS Tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. But as far as most other people, like you talked about, personal finance are W-2 employee. So if you are a W-2 employee, you need at least two years of um, verifiable income. It does not have to be the same job. As long as your gap of employment is less than um, two months. So like if you worked at one job and got fired or you worked at one job and you quit, as long as you start another job within a two month, two month gap, you're fine. So, and it can be different industries. You could be a teacher and then turn around and be a company driver or vice versa. That's fine. As long as you have two years of verifiable income, you have a 620 credit score, then you need to have 3.5% to put down on a home. So let's be specific. What's the average price you in Dallas, right? What's the average price right now um, for a house? I just say $150,000. Yeah, about 150000 right, through 200000 Yeah, I'd say $150,000 just for the sake of it, right? All right. So you would need 3.5% of $150,000. I want to make sure I check my math. I'm almost... Sure, I got this will be $5,250 if it's a um, $150,000. If it is a $100,000, then it's $3,500 that you would need down. Now, there are different ways that you can get into a mortgage with no money down. Um, There's a program that's called HUD 100. HUD 100 is when you purchase a home that was financed by FHA. And the person foreclosed, and then you can purchase that home for one hundred dollars down. Or if you are been in the uh, military and you served in the VA and you have a VA bill, you can get into a home with no money down. If you want to be out in the country and you want to be far out away in the suburbs, and if the house that you're looking at qualifies for a USDA loan, you can get into that home with no money down. So to answer your question. Um, There are different loan programs that are available for you to have down payment assistance or no money down. But the credit criteria is you need to have a 620 score and you need to have two years of income. Now, depending on what your credit score is on how to get there, we could do a separate video. I mean, just teaching on that. But if you go to my YouTube channel, I have I actually have a video out right now. Matter of fact, if you anybody that's watching, I'm going to give. credit for free if you text you the just, word you just, uh, funding you was glitching 101. say it again you was glitching i was glitching okay if you text the word funding 101 to oh can you see the number on the screen let's see let me let me make it to where you guys can see the number on the screen hold on give me a second guys i don't matter of fact um brother ben x do me a favor make make me big on the screen so i can share this with the with the people make me big on the screen All right. So if you text the word funding 
1-0-1-2-8-3-3-9-3-4-13-28. Um, text the word funding 101. Let me show it to you again. Text the word funding 101 to 833-934-1328. Um, I will give you a free training on how to have perfect credit in 2020. So text the word funding 101 to, to that number. Text it to 833. Let's get show you again. Text it to 833-934-1328. Um, and I will give you a free training on how you're able to have perfect credit. And I go line upon line, precept upon precept, so that you can see the different ways to repair your Peace. Welcome to the Brother Ben X Show. What's your name and where you calling from? And what is your questions? Peace, love, and light. I wanted to see what is the best way for entrepreneurs to create and build the most capital to help fund their business? Oh, I'm sorry. You can't you can't hear me when I do that. My bad. Go ahead. Uh, he said, "What's the best way to start a bit?" Uh, say the question again. What is the best way for entrepreneurs to build capital in order to fund that basically fund their businesses? What is what is the best way that you would recommend entrepreneurs to build capital or to get give access me, to capital? Where can we find give capital? Me, give me specific. So explain to me specific. Like so. So, so, what so for example, uh, uh, for an example, I say, um, okay, I'm looking for a restaurant. Um, I'm looking to get fifteen thousand dollars. What would be the best way, as, as an entrepreneur, you know, basically every dollar counts right now, right? So, mm-hmm. where could I either go and find the money? What's the best way to find? Was is it the best route to go as investors? Finding investors, what would you recommend? That's a very good question. I would suggest that you go through the route of a credit union and maximizing the 524 rule. So if you build up your your business structure and build up your business credit, you can get business credit cards and get working capital um, of around $50,000 from one credit union. So if you only need $15,000, then I would surely suggest that you build up your credit profile, your business credit profile, and utilize that. It's going to be difficult for you to get investors. So this is the thing about getting investors, guys. You're going to have to have a profit unless you're dealing with an angel investor or if you're a nonprofit organization. People aren't going to give you money for free. All right. I ain't going to lie to you. Make it sound flat to you. The reason why the banks are going to give you money is because you have an interest rate. And they're going to get a return on their investment. So um, and if you getting investors from people from the hood. I don't suggest that you do that because they don't understand business <laughs> and they're going to be bugging you every 15 days. <laughs> so that being said, now, what, um, now what, what, what did you say about the nonprofit? I said, unless you're a nonprofit, if you're trying to build a restaurant, then you can't be a nonprofit. So if you are, well, if sure, you're sure. A restaurant, I, I, didn't, I didn't know if there was some other, something else you said uh, as far as attached to the yeah. nonprofit. Okay. I follow you. Yeah. I was saying, I yeah I was, what I was saying is that the only way you're going to get money for free is if you go with the angel investor or if you are a nonprofit organization. But if you are a for-profit organization or a for-profit company, you can get grants for your specific neighborhood. Most of the time it's going to be to purchase real estate, to purchase land. It's going to be very few grants that are general operating. Most of the okay. for, for-profit businesses. 
Now, for for-profit businesses, you can get grants for equipment. You can get grants for real estate. You can get grants to regentrify a piece of, of um, real estate or a piece of property in a particular area. But just for like general operating, most for-profit businesses don't get those. Nonprofit businesses get those. I got you. Now, with the nonprofit, yes, what would be the best way uh, to get as much or, you know, to have as much investment as possible? What, what routes would you recommend for the nonprofit? Well, if you're talking about a restaurant, then you can't do nonprofit. No, 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 no. Completely, completely separate. Completely separate okay, so from the rest. I was using the restaurant as far as an example, as far as example. a you know, corporation or LLC, but strictly nonprofit, we're talking about 5013C. Okay, so what is your nonprofit? What is it What is it that you do? What will it be? Basically, what will it be? Basically a community community initiative organization focusing on education, uh, health, and also um, uh, uh, police reform. Okay, so if you're doing something on servicing um, marginalized communities, reducing the rate of recidivism, and financial education and financial literacy, those are good. So what you would, what I would strongly suggest that you do is one, create your nonprofit. When you create your nonprofit, your nonprofit is just the same process as creating your LLC. The only difference is instead of checking the box that says LLC. You're going to check the box that says nonprofit. Nonprofit does not mean that you have a 501c3. That's a different, that's different. So a nonprofit organization is your paperwork. Your 501c3, which gives you the free money, is tax exemption. So once you create your nonprofit organization, then before you start focusing on anything else, as soon as you get your nonprofit organization, immediately start to apply for your 501c3 status. Once you apply for your 501c3 status, then once you acquire your 501c3, I can do a whole teaching on that. That's completely separate on how to get it. But once you get your 501c3 status, then what I would strongly suggest that you do is you want to go and get some small grants at first, um, get get funding at first. Like if you go to Publix, Kroger's, go to a lot of the grocery stores at the end of the week when they throw away a lot of their foods. What they'll do is they'll give it away to nonprofits, the 501c3s. And you have to go with your 501c3 letter, and then they will give you um, proof of um, of gift, a proof of gifts. So that way you can create a small track record. Because the thing about it is with when you have a nonprofit organization, there is a person that's like a trustee. Let's say they're sitting like Scrooge McDuck on a pile of money, and their entire job is to manage that money. So they're not going to give right. it to a nonprofit if they if they have no track record. They're not going to give it to a nonprofit just to throw it away. They're going to give it to a nonprofit right. so that when Christmas time comes around, when New Year comes around, and they do their reviews, they can show their bosses, I gave this money to this business. This is what they did with it. That's how that goes. So I said all of that to say this. You want to go to where you know for a fact you can get easy approvals for track records. So once you get those small little like food, you know what I'm saying, from from um, Publix, from Kroger's, from a lot of different places, legally, you're able to put on your grant letters and your offer letters that you received grants from these companies. So this is a legal loophole on how you're able to create the track record. Once you do that, then I strongly suggest that you get a Google grant. 
Google will give you $250,000 per year specifically for advertisement. So it's not for anything else. It's not for salary. It's not for buying equipment. It's not for general operating. It's specifically for advertising. So watch this. We had a, a company that hired us. They they were a dog. They did they did something with they saved dogs. They saved um little I can't remember what the niche was, but it was a dogs that they they were a, a nonprofit about dogs. What they did was they created basically a drop shipping campaign. They found these ninety nine cent dog tags. And because we talked about niches, what they did was they used their Google grant. Google gave them $10,000 a month for advertisement, for keywords. They did an advertisement. They they bought the keychain for like 99 cents and turned around and sold it for $5. They made, okay. I want to say, close to $40,000 off of that grant. So the grant they used was specifically for advertisement, but they monetized it like the fundraisers at school. Like when you when, right, you, when the kids right. want to get you to buy the candies and that's what they did. for. Right. So because it is about financial literacy and it's about reducing the rate of recidivism, you can create free ebooks, online courses and different things like that just to sell so that you're able to monetize your Google grant. So that's what I would suggest that you do so that you can survive your first year. Once you survive your first year, you have Google under your belt. Um, Publix Kroger's. Now you can go to Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo will give you ten thousand dollars for a second year nonprofit for general operating. You can go to Coke. You can go to um, Pepsi. Um, you're able to go to um, children's hospitals. All of these different companies they have money set aside, but you have to make sure you qualify. But the best way to do so is when you do present to them, show your track record. And the easiest ones to get, like I mentioned, are the grocery stores and then Google. And there you go. Hope that answered your question, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's everything. You're very welcome. That's yes. Hey, Marie, uh, to to get the coaching, uh, go to make sure on YouTube. Yeah, go to Dean E. Cole. Is that is that it? Dean E. Cole Coaching. Dot com. Cole. No, it's Dean Cole Coaching. Yeah. Yeah, Dean dot com backslash Ben X. So you have to do two things. One, use the coupon code Ben X in order to um get the twenty five percent off. I see somebody actually already enrolled. Let me let me make sure that um but I don't think they use the coupon code, boss. Let me see. I'll make sure that I'll add them. If they are watching me live, I'll make sure that we track that and add that um, to the coupon code. But let me see who this was. Um, hold on for a moment. Somebody enrolled, but they did not use the coupon code. So if you are watching, if you are. So um, it's DeanColeCoaching.com slash Ben X, Marie. D-E-A-N ColeCoaching.com slash Ben I just put it in our group as well. Yep. That'll work. That'll work. Yep. All right. So, it, um, yes, sir. You're very welcome. Also, um, yeah. So Richard Williams. So Richard Williams, if you're watching my man, um, you purchased the startup coaching, but you did not um, use the code for the Ben X. I'll make sure that my team contacts you. We'll fix that. Okay. And um, so even if they so use the slash Ben X, it don't, it don't automatically go in there. Well, so what happens is that no. So 
it didn't, it doesn't automatically populate. So when they go to Brother Ben X, it'll track it so we can see where they came from because it's using your affiliate link. Mm-hmm. But, but in order to get that 25% instantly, mm-hmm. they have to put in the coupon code X. So put in the coupon code Ben X. But we'll go back and adjust it because we track everything. Okay. But um, yeah, in order to instantly get the 25% off, you have to use the coupon code Ben X. Uh, and I that's see good my, until January the fifth. I see my brother Kent in. Brother Kent is a a a, a hustler man, a, a great entrepreneur. I would love for him to tune in. Uh, call the number, uh, brother Kent nine zero three six six two nineteen thirty. Uh, because I definitely uh, always try to bring him with me when I'm meeting somebody or doing business somewhere. So I sent him the video and I wanted him to call in and ask questions because he has a lot of bright ideas. Uh, but just needs guidance on you yes, know bi- business and uh you know what to do, and this will be the last call, brothers and sisters. Cause I got I got to go pick up the family. Absolutely, uh, so you know what? That's the number one thing. Go ahead. It's late. Yeah, uh, uh, it's late. All of you guys, make sure that you do two things. Um, text the word funding one hundred and one. Um, text the word funding one hundred and one to eight three three nine three four thirteen twenty eight. Um, that's eight three three nine three four thirteen twenty eight. Text the word funding, so that way um, next time I'm live on YouTube, um, you guys will be notified as well as I'll give you the free training on um, on um, personal credit. And then subscribe to me on my YouTube channel. So next time I'm live, I do a live calling show. You text guys can, can chime in. You guys can call um, text the word funding. Brother Ken, turn us down on your on your side. Okay. Okay, uh, introduce yourself and uh, what questions do you have for the brother? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, my name is Brother uh, Ken X. Uh, and, of course, uh, I know I have questions, but to detail my question and be very specific uh, to maximize this time, yes, uh, what, is his, what, is, what, is his, uh, what is your specialty? What, is it, what, what field is your expertise in, if I may ask? My, my expertise is business development business funding so anything related to business credit business funding and business development that's my okay 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 so that is from the aspect of knowing how to have your blueprint written up uh as far as the banks and things and lenders will look into it to see whether or not if it's lucrative as a business grant so you're talking from the actual nuts and bolts of it Yes, yeah, so you know what? I'm glad that you said that because I didn't even mention that. Um, so many people don't get started because they feel like they don't know how to write a business plan and they don't know what to put in their business plan. And you do not need a business plan in order to get funding. OK, you're able to get funding for a brand new startup business without having a business plan. You do okay. not need a detailed business plan. So oftentimes when people think of a business plan, they're thinking that, all right, I'm about to go in front of the shark tank. I'm going to go in front of investors. I'm about to go in front of a, the CEO and the president of a bank. When you're within the first two years of your business, you're not going to meet any of those people. When you're within the first right. two years of your business, you're building it up from the ground up, from the bootstraps. And legally, you're able to build, like I said, up to $250,000 um, without those things. So I want to encourage people to get started, even if you don't have that business plan, because that is one of the things that paralyzes a lot of people from getting started because they feel like they don't know how to write the business plan or they don't know what goes into a business plan. And to be very candid with you, 
um, banks don't even look at your business plan anymore. They look at your business profile because everything is done through automatic underwriting. Before, when things were done manually, you needed a business plan. But now that things are done through something called an AUS or automatic underwriting systems, your business plan isn't even even in the in the um, equation anymore. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, with that too, as well, uh, I noticed one of the strategies uh, that I was looking into. Of course, when you have a, a specific credit score and you're looking into actually opening a business account, uh, whether it be LLC uh, or what may have you, and I saw that that was typically a, a great strategy if you're in that position, uh, of course, to be able to open uh, up a business uh, uh, showing that you do have, uh, on a personal level, uh, you know, a specific uh, credit score. You know, you have a habit of, uh, you know, paying things on time. Uh, so what would you say, one of my ground level zero, and I'm kind of culminating these two together pretty quickly, but one of my ground zero things that I've seen and that actually I was going to speak uh, with Brother Ben with is that I know that social media uh, is beautiful. Uh, but yes, also sir. as well, I believe that social media coupled with a ground and pound thing. Uh, you know, to where, of course, you know, it's good to see people on the computer and talk to them uh, like that. Uh, but I just thought about how much further it would go uh, to be able to, uh, I know that there are a lot of products that households need and consume as far as paper towels, toilet papers, organic soaps, toothpastes, things of that nature. Uh, and what I wanted to do uh, was take the youth and the children uh, who come from uh, impoverished conditions uh, as myself uh, the idea being that coming from those type of conditions where your mother uh, may not make that much money, your father's not in the picture. And so now uh, at such a young age, uh, we've never been taught to tap into that ingenuity or that creative side to where, hey, you know, uh, I can make some uh, some bracelets. Uh, I can make some, uh, you know, necklaces. I can make uh, organic suckers, organic soaps. And I thought that it would be wise uh, on that level uh, to start like a lot of Fortune 500 companies did with that door-to-door culminated with the social media presence to actually create a solidified customer base, uh, you know, uh, at first from a specified lane, uh, you know, uh, be it uh, have you. But a lot of times I hear this uh, resounding sound of wanting to be pro-black for the movement, this and that, but uh, the mentality has not been created been created in my opinion the mindset that if we truly love one another then we will go out our way to spend our dollars with ourselves to keep that money circulating within the community now of course there's a wide array uh, of ideas that i know my chronological order may not uh, per se be intact uh, but that mm-hmm. is the base that i would like to start with uh, because i'm understanding now the power of language uh, uh, and understanding human behavior and uh, having the gift of knowing how to lift the spirits of people or just, uh, you know, help them to see, uh, you know, a bright light uh, in this dark, uh, you know, uh, lifestyle or a satanic society that we're in. So with your uh, expertise, what would you say would be some of the first steps, of course, uh, that I should take to bring it into fruition? I know that there's a trial and error phase, which, of course, I'm mm-hmm. pretty... Uh, uh, solidify with that and uh, you know I would keep me a notebook and uh, strive to give me a specific script down uh, you know uh, you know I pretty much have it uh, verbatim you know like the back of my hand so there's going to be some trial and error there uh, but what would you say to read to make sure that I'm maximizing uh, uh, you know with selling these products or 
uh, beginning a door-to-door business, um, what would you say would be some of the first things that I should read to have that solid foundation? Because I know the money is one thing to make, uh, you know, hand over fist, but then I know that there is a legal structure, the legalities of it, to where not only can I make money then, uh, but I also can set it up in a fiscally sound way that at the end of the year, filing those taxes, I can take that money, uh, reinvest, and continue to grow and move forward. So what would you say just from a base, some things that you can instruct me to read or pointers or, you know, anything that may come to your heart that could help me? Definitely. Well, very first thing I will say is this. I'm going to give it to you all the way straight. I'm not going to lie to you to make it sound fly to you. What you described to me is a nonprofit organization. And let me tell you the reason why. Nonprofit organizations don't make a lot of money, but they fund their projects through grants and donations. Let me, based on what you described to me, let me explain. You are legally able to make up to $150,000 as an executive director. So my position, I am a CEO. In my main pro, in my main company, I'm a CEO. I'm a CFO in another company and I'm a CMO in another one of my, in another company that I partner with. So two other companies I partner with, I'm not the main person. I'm the CEO of my corporation. I'm the CMO of a, of a travel company and I'm the CFO of a transportation company. As a nonprofit organization, you have to have somebody that's called an ED or an executive director. By law, an executive director is able to make up to $150,000. Some cases, depending on what type of nonprofit it is, you can go up to half a million dollars. I said all of that to say this. If you are going against the grain, um, trying to do door to door, it has to you have to begin your money from someplace else because door to door sales is the hardest thing you're going to do. And that is even before you get into um dealing with social media because we are conditioned to pick up our phones to order. We are conditioned to do business online. So if you're trying to go against the grain and the reason why I say that is because I heard your heart, your heart was to take the youth and the people that are misguided and undecided to put them to work. And if that's what you're going to want to do, that's your heart's desire. Get paid from large companies and large corporations through donations and through grants so that you can afford to do that because these little kids are going to get told no. If you've never sold anything door to door, they're going to be told no. It takes a, you have to be a beast of a salesperson to sell door to door because you are invading people's um, personal space. People yeah. are looking at it shady. People like to do research. People like to look online. People feel comfortable doing things online. Yeah. But so that being said, if that's your heart's desire, you need to go in the direction of community outreach and just keeping the kids busy with getting grants and getting money from someplace else. I would not okay. advise you as a business coach to spin your wheels trying to do that because okay. if you, it's one of those things. It's like this. Blockbuster had the chance to buy out Netflix. Did you know Blockbuster had the chance to buy out Netflix. Now Netflix is buying out studios and there are no blockbusters to be found. The reason why is because they had an antiquated mindset in a digital world. You cannot do something that's antiquated and be successful. And as a business coach, I, would, I wouldn't be good at my job if I, if I tried to talk you out of doing that. Yes, sir. And I'm great with that. Now, this is what I want to uh, add uh, within that. So uh, now I've been looking to as well to what I thought uh, my niche uh, is and what I see um, as well. And I know that this could kind of 
maybe fall into the nonprofit aspect too. Um, but I just wanted, you know, to know uh, so that I can kind of get something concrete that I can work with on the business aspect, uh, you know, to go uh, for that in that lane. Um, I've been seeing a lot of just kind of looking at the Eric Thomases and different guys like that on the motivational side. And I know that there's a big void. Uh, I think that um, nationwide uh, where uh, those of us uh, who have been to prison, uh, you know, sold drugs, you know, had addictions and fell into that entertainment uh, a lifestyle as a reality. I thought that as a business, maybe coming on as a liaison or a spokesman or even a motivational speaker, I think that there's a lot of uh, uh, unseen uh, know-how in the public school systems, churches, and different places abroad from those who are in leadership who have never entered into that uh, reality. And uh, I was looking at it, and I thought that it would be wise even, you know, while I'm building up the social media uh, uh, presence to let that be the base of it, you know, just going into uh, breaking down in depth some of these artists and, you know, how they're really making money and the difference between, uh, you know, uh, making sure that we get an education or at least be guided in a specific course of study, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for a specific end. And uh, I'm, I've, I've been thinking uh, that it would be wise to begin to uh, manufacture that in a way uh, as a business, um, uh, you know, to the public. So I didn't know, what did you think about that? Um, I think that's a great idea. So this is the thing. Your, your testimony becomes your talent that you that you actually make money off of. The things that you've gone through are the things that you're able to, to, to make money off of. You know, I, I strongly believe that when you are um, passionate about what it is that you do and you go after your heart's desire, the things that you've been through, I, I think, you know, like I said, the most powerful book, I think the number one best-selling book of all time says that your gift will make room for you. And this is what it means by your gift making room for you. So what I would do if I were you, um, what's your name again, my man? Brother Ken. Ken. Ken Brother, X. Yes, sir. So if Ken, I were you, yes, sir. If I were you, yeah. What I would do is I would create a company called Ken X Motivations or Ken X Speaks dot com. Ken X Speaks LLC or Ken X Speaks Corp. All right. And creating yourself as a legitimate motivational Speaker on you break it up. All right. What was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, start. Uh, what was the last thing you heard me say? The last thing I heard you say okay. uh, was uh, getting Ken X Speaks uh, LLC or Corp and making yep. it as a legitimate uh, business. Yep, making it as a legitimate business mm-hmm. and then get Ken X Speaks dot com creating a dot com and then what you're going to do is create something that's called a speaker reel or creating a um a uh, what is it again um hold on, give me i'm gonna give you the exact terminology because i'm i'm gonna be speaking at clark atlanta in march and i just sent it to them a digital okay. marketing kit that's what it's called a dma i think a digital marketing kit so what you would do is a digital press kit. I'm sorry, a press kit, a digital press kit. So what you would do is get a web, get your website, get a get a website, get a nice website. Um, I suggest WordPress, get a nice WordPress website. Um, it doesn't have to be Shopify because what you're selling isn't a physical product. You're just creating a nice 
professional website and then get pictures of yourself. Like when the shifters get together, like I'm going to be on stage with these fellas, like brother Ben X and the rest of these dudes, they're going to invite me and I'm going to be on stage with them. I'm adding it to my speakers. Well, I'm speaking into existence, <laughs> but nevertheless. So whenever you get these different speaking engagements, have your photos and your videos and create a platform. And once you create, um, once you create your website, like you mentioned, you're already doing your social media thing. Now you have a professional, tangible website so that when you present to the dean of education at these schools, when you present to the warden at these um, at these um, facilities, now you have they have something that they can actually physically tangibly see. Like Facebook and Instagram is good, but you have to have a website to host it all first and then you go from there. And so what I would strongly suggest you do is you do that all while you're doing that, build up your business credit so that you can afford to buy a nice suit. You can afford to pay for the website. You can afford to pay for the marketing things that you need using business credit. And then I will also suggest that you write a book. So if you're interested in doing it, and you can publish it through Amazon. Like I became a what, what gave me the confidence to leave corporate America is when my book became a number one bestseller. I created a book. It said how to start a business with bad credit, with no credit and with no personal guarantee. And when I competed with Damon John, like Damon John um, released his book and I released my book. But because I use certain keywords and I researched everything um, and I actually beat him for like three days and then he took off after me. But the fact that I saw that, that was all the confidence that I needed. And so that being said, create creating a book and creating something. So don't talk about it. Be about it. So I think yes. talking about it is good, but you have to put action to it while you're talking so that way when people are when you're talking to them they're able to look you up and and see where 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 you're coming from and then that's going to open up doors for you besides everything in in your community of people but but when you are in the speakers world or the motivational world like you mentioned there are different conferences that they have and they're always looking for speakers and me as a speaker um when I'm talking to colleges and they got the budget I charge $5,000 a talk when I speak, that's because I've been doing it for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So I said all of that to say you're able to do it. Now, you might not start off that way, but you're able to build it up and you're able to build up your your resume. You know what I'm saying? So but don't don't worry. Um, shifters, I'm, I don't I'm not going to charge you all five thousand talk. I just want to be on the stage. With y'all, but. <laughs> but I said all of that to say, like when I'm at like, for instance, I have two engagements, one at Clark Atlanta and one at Georgia State and also Howard University. They just gave me the OK. And so when you're dealing with those type of organizations and you have everything that we just talked about, then you're able to demand because they have budgets set aside for $10,000, like $5,000 as a talk is considered very small. Once I have, once I have 10 more colleges under my belt, I'm going to go up. I mean, I, so far I've spoken at, I've spoken at East Carolina university, Georgia tech. I've spoken at um, North Carolina university. Um, and now these three, once I, like I said, my goal for 2020 is to have 10 more under my belt. Once I have 10 more under my belt, I'm going to go up in my speaker, uh, my speaker fee. And that's how you build it. So that's, that's, that's how you do it. Yes, sir. So just to, uh, and I appreciate it, just to revamp to make sure that um, I have these notes correct. You said it's nice WordPress? WordPress, yes, a WordPress website. WordPress is a good okay. website. Okay. It's just, so the website is just called WordPress. No, the yeah, the word that's the platform for your website. Okay, and it's just 
uh, WordPress would be the platform that I Google and look up, and it was a template for me to build on this actual platform. Yes, sir, absolutely. Correct. Okay, um, and uh, then to as well, you said a DPK, right? Uh, digital uh, platform kit, or was it digital? It's digital. I'm sorry, it's, it's a, a digital press kit. Digital. A okay. Digital press kit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. Digital press kit. Now, um, mm-hmm. when these things factor in, of course, um, by being set up like a business, and of course, if the uh, actual, uh, you know, effectiveness is present. The background doesn't too much hinder, uh, wouldn't hinder one from going in uh, and speaking at these engagements, that, would it? That's a very good question. Your background, your background is what qualifies you. So you want right, to okay. lean in the fact that I was a felon, then I re- I repaired my life, or I was okay. um, uneducated, then I became educated, or I was in the streets, or I was part of this gang, or I was um, in this situation, because that is what that's something that education can't give you. Education can't give you that. It takes the anointing of God. It takes the pressing of what you've gone through that's going to make you so powerful as a speaker, which is going to make you so powerful as an entrepreneur. And so those are things. Don't shy away from that. You have to lean into that because that's where your niche is. And those are the people that you're going to be able to speak into their life and resonate with them. Yes, sir. I definitely appreciate you, brother. Make you're very welcome, man. Your family. Thank you for your time. Yes, sir. Thank Peace. So All right. Last question. Last question. Um, this is what Sister Victoria is speaking about here. She says, in how much time do you all... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so in our courses, we have a 100% money-back guarantee. Matter of fact, Brother Ben X, can I have the screen I want to show? So since this is the last bit, I'm going to answer her question and explain what it is that we're able to do. If you will let me, Brother. Okay, so for what um, the young lady is talking about, so um, in our startup coaching... Normally, the cost for the startup coaching is $99 per month for 12 months. Um, like I mentioned, when you use when you go to Brother Ben X, I mean, sorry, when you go to DeanCodeCoaching.com forward slash Ben X and you use the coupon code Ben X, then you're going to get 25 percent discount on your initial um, everything you see. You're going to get a 25 percent discount. on. So our startup coaching is. It is a 100% money back guarantee. You are guaranteed to get at least $20,000 in funding or you get a full refund. Now, the way that it works is that that $20,000 is accumulated. Remember when we talked about all the different types of um, all the different types of lines of credit. So it's an accumulation of multiple different lines of credit. The time that that takes because it's for a brand new startup. Um, you're guaranteed to get that within the you, ha- you have access to the course for 12 months, but you're going to get that within three to four months. But you have access to the course for 12 months. So the twenty thousand dollar of accumulation, it comes around the fourth month because you're building from the ground up. That's when you go through our startup coaching. The startup coaching is a online video course where you go step by step and it's video course courses where. My team and I, we teach you step by step on what to do. That is the startup coaching. All right. Now, when you get enrolled in the startup coaching for free, we give you the 720 FICO coaching. This is a free course that we give you that teaches you step by step on how you're able to get a 720 credit score. It is 100 percent free. It is included with the startup coaching. Okay. so once again, we do not teach Credit repair, Dean Code Coaching does not. 
um, we have a partner that gives free credit repair um, that's starting in January, but we give you a free course called the 725 Code Coaching that walks you step by step on how you're able to um, repair and restore your own personal credit. So once again, the startup coaching is for business and we walk you step by step on how to build a business and build business credit. And then the 725 Code Coaching is what we give you for free. Okay, that is our number one bestseller that most people use. That's what a lot of people start out at because everyone cannot afford coaching. What I'm about to explain right now, but everybody has ninety nine dollars to invest in themselves and get started. So the startup coaching comes with one hundred percent money back guarantee. And that is you get you guarantee twenty thousand dollars in funding for the like I said, you have access to the course for 12 months. Usually it takes four months for you to get to that point but you have access for 12 months. The next thing a lot of people want to know is about our one-on-one coaching. So um, once again, you go to deancodecoaching.com forward slash Ben X and you use the code Ben X, you get 25% off. So as a consultant, I charge um, $250 an hour as a business coach when you're a non-student. If you're enrolled into the course, then you get an additional discount of $100. But if somebody wants to hire me for one-on-one coaching, it's $250 an hour or just cont- or just um, catch me live on YouTube and I do a live call-in show. But if you want to get that one-on-one coaching, that one-on-one um, consulting, I charge $250 an hour. Make sure you use the code BENX so you can get a discount. That is one-on-one coaching. The second thing that people ask is for a strategy session. That is for individuals that don't know where to start, but they know they want to get started and they want like mentorship they want one-on-one, help me make money, help me be successful. So we do that, something called a five-hour strategy session, where it's five different sessions, and we create and we walk you step-by-step step through creating your goal. So if you don't know what you want to do, but you know you want to do something, and you want that one-on-one touch, then the five-hour strategy session is available. That is $1,000 for five one-on-one sessions. Now, That's for people that want something more personable. Now, I'm going to be very candid, all right? I've been doing this for a long time. A lot of people want one-on-one coaching, and they go through the startup coaching. If you go through the startup coaching, you're not going to get one-on-one with me, okay? You're not going to get one-on-one with my team. You will have access to a private community. You will get mentorship. You will get um, video group. It's it's in a group setting, but it's not one-on-one. I actually have a video Um, of a young lady, if you go to my YouTube channel, she got $55,000 and requested a refund because she did not get that one-on-one time with me. And it's because she enrolled in the startup coaching. She got $55,000 worth of funding, but because I wasn't giving her that one-on-one time, she requested a refund back from her credit card company. Needless to say, she didn't get it. (laughs) They, the credit card company, um, they um, were awarded in my favor because she got what she was, she was guaranteed, which is at least $20,000. But I said all of that to say, understand if you want one-on-one coaching, you have to pay for it. The startup coaching is not going to give you that one-on-one coaching like one-on-one consulting is. Okay. If you want one-on-one coaching or one-on-one consulting, you can get a one-on-one consultation. I charge $250 an hour, or you can get a strategy session, which is five sessions, one-on-one. Now, if you just want us to create things for you, if you want to 
pay my team to create a company for you, then we have something that's called an ironclad corporation. We will create a company for you. We will create your EIN number. We will create your S corporation articles of incorporation. We will create a million dollars worth of stock certificate for you and give you a business um, um, bank account in five business days. I apologize, guys. It's late. I'm in the Dominican Republic and it is 1143. It's been a long day, so I apologize. So if you want to hire us to create the company for you to where you just want us to create the foundation for it, this is the basics of your company. We will get your EIN number for you. We will create your articles of incorporation, your articles of organization for you. We will um, give you a uh, million dollars in tax, excuse me, in um, stock certificates, as well as a business um, bank account. We'll create that for you in five business days. This is called our Ironclad Corporation. Now, if you want to hire us to do everything for you, create the company and build the credit for you. That's something called a corporate build out. A corporate build out is where our company does everything for you. We create your company for you, do all the basics that I just talked about, plus creating your email address for you, creating your website for you, creating your business phone number for you, creating your um, your your address, like researching the address, giving you the virtual address and actually applying for lines of credit for you. And it also comes with that one-on-one coaching. That's called a corporate build-out where we do everything for you. <clears throat> in the corporate build-out, you're, you're guaranteed $50,000 in funding, okay? We do the corporate build-out for you. That's us doing everything for you, okay? That's us doing everything for you from start to finish. That is a, a deposit of $1,000 and then four separate payments of $500. The total will be $3,000, but this is hiring our company to do everything for you. Everybody does not have that, and that's fine. That's the reason why we have our startup coaching, which is allows you to start right now building yourself, and I teach you line upon line, precept upon precept. It's an online video course that walks you step by step through the process. And a lot of you guys are smart. You're savvy. You can do it yourself. And if you're like, Dean, you know what? I just don't have it to do it right now. I completely understand. If you don't have it to do it right now, that's fine. Text the word funding 101. Text it to 833-934-1328. That is 834-934-1328. Text the word funding 101 to that number. Anytime we have a free course or a free lesson, we will send that to you. Exercise your faith. Keep looking at all of our free content. Keep getting all of our free information. And when you are ready to invest in yourself, you will be available to invest in yourself. So if you don't have anything right now but time and you want to get started, text the word funding 101 to 833-934-1328 and you can get started right now. The only person stopping you from being successful is you. We make it easy for you, no matter where you are on your journey of entrepreneurship, for you to actually put action behind your words. All right, Brother Ben X, I'm done. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you for uh, tuning in, man. I appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in. I mean, I thank you for being on the show. Uh, if you're watching right now on YouTube, you can click the link in the bio to get started. If you listen to this on Anchor or any podcast, 
The link will be in the description. If you are watching this right now on Facebook, the link will be in the description box for you to get started. So if you know anybody who's also into business or want to start a business, don't be selfish. Say, well, I can't afford it right now, so I ain't going to tell nobody. Go ahead and tell your friends, tell your cousins, tell your family members so that they can get on this as well. And God willing, we'll have them back on another time when it's not too late so we can get other people on so they can get questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime, brother Ben X. I'm just a phone call away, my man. All right. Thank you, brother. You have a good one. Peace. All right, family. So that was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. Uh, click the link in the bio to get started, man. Tell your friends and family about it. We know that business is the activity of life. Business is something that we all should be engaged in. And hey, like you said, man, you can start something on the side. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us the still away method, not steal from the job, not do something illegal. However, what it means is while you're on your job, how about you start up a business on the side? And once that side job is able to sustain you, then you can quit. So with this brother, you can do it with the coaching. You can do it with the credit. You can do it with all these different avenues and programs that he has for you. Uh, you can go ahead and get started. So I thank you all for listening to the show. Y'all have a blacktastic night. Have a blacktastic day. If you listen to this in the daytime, as alaikum.